Podcast Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Week five pick spot. I am desperately fighting through a sickness, so we're gonna try to do this as At, just like every year. At some point, Cody has to fight the. I have the worst immune system. I swear to God, you do because I get sick pretty easily, but yours always linger longer than mine do. Yeah, that and I'm like either a, that or you just complain more than I'm I a twelve year old girl when I am sick. <laughs> Like, I yell to Jamie, my fiance, all the time, like, call my mom. I need her. She needs to come over here. Mom. She's like, you're 28. You do not need your mom. <laughs> Connor, on the season here, 53 and 34 and 1. It's hitting at 60.9% on picks given out on the podcast. I need to get the money line sprinkles or, the like, the live dog. We call them live dogs. But I need to get that number put up here because we've de- – we're definitely in the money, I can tell you that. Oh, I'm... But you don't need... Because that's the thing with the money. I'm line. at least hitting one a week, but also... And a lot of times that covers the others. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, it's in the money there. I need to get that number put together here. But, yeah, dude, not a bad start to the season. No, no. Just knock on wood. We, we don't need to come Keep down. it rolling. I mean, I had my best week of gambling in college football of all time this weekend. That's why I was very, like, don't... Like, don't overstep your boundaries. Yes. Don't be like, I do not get like the, the giant cock where you can just, like, I know this game more than anybody else. Yes. Yes. That. <laughs> and then I can pick this game because I, I'm i a sharp. I know this. No. You got to. I'm better than Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I can run Vegas, basically. You could be like, basically be Vegas Dave. Do you know who Vegas Dave is? Yes. He's a fucking clown. <laughs> yeah, you know, at one point he was 45 and 0 in his MLB picks. Really? Crazy, dude. Yeah, insane I'm, and there's dumb asses out there that fucking give him money every week they get, it's like a thousand dollars for his package a year and he doesn't let anybody con- I hate Vegas Dave but I'm gonna rant real quick he won't let anybody comment on any of his stuff so he sets all his Facebook his Instagram his Twitter to basically where he can tweet but you can't comment so there's no way for people to like basically like no this guy's a clown and there's some accounts out there exposing him but if you don't find those some dummy who's just getting into it's gonna fall for it exactly and it's it's dumb but um connor what's initially let's get into the big games for this weekend here um let's start with is the florida kentucky game at noon i have no idea i don't care we're gonna start with that one kentucky comes in here as a one and a half point favorite over under set at 45 and a half um i think that number started out at three and then some uh, some money came in on Florida, and it's kind of dropped it down to one and a half here. Uh, Connor, what do you have a lean on this game at all? I mean, I placed the bet. I'm not fully confident in giving it out, but I, I'm on Kentucky minus two and a half. Uh, I, it's just a feeling like 
I think Kentucky's defense is going to make things hard for Florida's offense. And I still believe in Leary. The offense, Kentucky's offense has progressively gotten better as the season's gone along. And, I mean, I don't know if you saw that Vandy game. Them corners, one, one of their corners for Kentucky, two pick sixes. Yeah, because I I bet on Kentucky, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so I I had eyes on it, but yeah, this is just strictly a feeling. I don't know if we're gonna that Florida team that we saw versus Tennessee. We're not gonna get that team every single week. This team's gonna this team is gonna have ebbs and flows throughout the season. Uh, I and I mean we saw it during the Utah game. Yeah, and I also I don't think Tennessee's very good. Plus, so, like I kind I like the fact that this is in Kentucky or at Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's won the last two matchups too. They're trying to make it three in a row, and which for wins the first the la- time since it's uh, since uh, Bear Bryant was the coach there. No shit. So, I was about to ask how long it's been. Yeah, that's it's, a very fucking long time. Yeah, I mean I'm not I I think like Florida for one has a ranking next to their name. They're ranked ahead of Fresno. Like that makes no sense to me. Like, That's only because of the the Tennessee win. Yeah, and I think Tennessee stinks. Like it's very or like it's not that good. And in order for Florida to win this game, they're gonna have to run the ball very well. And what does Kentucky's defense do? Stop they stop the run. the run very well. Yeah, and then so, they're gonna have to lean on Mertz and uh. yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, and I mean Leary still there's a lot to be desired, and he has not really lived up to what I thought he was gonna be the last two years. Like, what was it, 2021 might have just been an anomaly when he was like 36 touchdowns and four picks. He just has it. But also, he like tore his peck yeah. his last year. Like, maybe he's just not fully healthy, but something's not clicking there. But I think it's going to be a super low-scoring game. Yeah. I would lean Kentucky and probably lean towards the under yeah. at 45 and a half. I'm looking at like maybe a 21-10, 21-14 kind of game. Uh, all right, let's go to... Kansas is going to Texas here, number at 16 and a half over under set at 61.5. Our Kansas Jayhawks and oh, he's wearing the Kansas shirt too. Yes. And your Texas Longhorns. A team that I've been very skeptical of. Bought in for one second and then I saw what they did against Wyoming and then it kind of backed off a little bit. So it chooses to ignore what happened against Baylor. It's all it's also <laughs> it's also Baylor. <laughs> so I don't know, but but again, kind of I've, I've this take's been said already. But the fact that they went out and took care of business against Baylor is actually should be a bigger thing than them like beating Alabama. I feel like because Texas always showed up for the big games. Yeah, and, and then, then fell apart in the games that they should win. The games when they're double digit favors is the ones they flopped on. Exactly. Um. So. I don't have a play on this. Obviously, part of me wants to have money on Kansas plus the 16 and a half. Really liked it. Preferred it when it was at 17. But if I had a play, I'd probably be taking the over just because I think this game's going to be a big number. I, it's a big number, but I think it, I think this, this is two good offenses. Yes, yeah, to me. It is very good. And this is going to be the first time like Texas has faced a good quarterback all season long. Like they played Jalen Milrow. Andrew Ple- what Pease- a dig at Jalen. 
I mean, it's it's legit though. <laughs> like right. Jalen Daniels is a top ten quarterback in college football. Yes, and so they played Andrew Peasley or no, Pete didn't even play. No, the backup Wyoming, did. Yeah, the backup for Wyoming played, and then JT Daniels, who's been on his like seventeenth school in eighteen years. Valid. Um, so I I got the number at seventeen, but I'm still comfortable giving it out at sixteen and a half here, and I take the point. I will take the points with Kansas, and I think this is a closer game. Than a lot of people expect. Last time Lance Leipold and the Jayhawks went into Texas, they also got the win. Valid. Now I don't think they're winning this football game, but I think this game's gonna be very close. What worries me is Texas's offense on that Kansas defense. That Kansas defense has showed improvements, but it's still a Kansas defense. It's still a Kansas defense. I know they got two defensive touchdowns last week against BYU. I kind of fucked my bet up there, but. I'm a little bit worried of that. I don't hate that 61 and a half because I'm thinking, to me, this is probably going to be like a 38 or maybe a four, no, like a 42-28 kind of game. Could be, So yeah. be, put the number at 70 and yeah. still covering the, covering the spread there. Um, and the last one. This one, I'm, I'm, it's probably the biggest game that I've ever had as like a Duke fan. <laughs> Notre Dame at Duke, the number is five and a half. The over-under is 53. It's a round number there. I mean, the the other one you could say is the David Cutcliffe era when uh, Duke and I think Anthony Boom was the quarterback at the time when they played in the ACC title game against Jameis Winston. Yeah. And I was so juiced for that game, so juiced for that game. I refused to watch it because me and my brother shared a room like all through like until I moved out. Yeah. And I, I refused to watch that game in there because I knew my brother was like, because he's a high state fan. And he's yeah. like used to this. I'm like, okay, I'm really going to get into it. And I, so I watched it downstairs. And then, like, right off the bat, it was like 28 to nothing. And he comes down. He's like, you good? And I'm like, no, this sucks. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think this is going to be a great game. I don't have a play on it as much as I have been a Duke rider throughout this season. If I had a play... I think I'd lay it with Notre Dame just because of the spot after the Ohio State loss. And like here's the thing, those Notre Dame corners very very fucking good. I think they're going to create ma- like matchup issues for Duke's wide receivers and I think it's going to like rely on Riley to win the game with his legs. I just have a feeling that Maryland, or Maryland Notre Dame's going to come in and like kind. I don't want to say send a message because this Duke team is very good, but I think there's a chance that Notre Dame wins this game by double digits. And they're just a little bit. I'm pra- I'm also on the flip side as being the Duke guy. I'm praying I am wrong about this. The only thing I would play in this is the under fifty three and a half because I think it's going to be very similar to the Ohio State game. Yeah. Yeah. Be, like Duke's defense is literally just like all seniors. Yes. It's a really good defense. Yes. And also, I, so I got an argument with the guy on Twitter. Riley Leonard's better than Sam Hartman. Are we debating that? I don't know. I would I definitely take Riley Leonard. And that maybe I'm being biased. I probably am. But I would rather have Riley Leonard. I think they each have their. I think they each have very good qualities. If. Now, if like we're talking NFL, well, NFL, it's clearly Riley. Yeah, yeah, it's not even close because Sam's like projected in like the sixth round. Yeah, Riley's going to be a first round pick. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know. 
I just a, feel it's like- a good it's a good conversation to be had. But I, I I think it's very close to a coin toss, in my opinion. Like I think Riley's working with way less. Yeah, that yeah. even when he was at Wake too, he was still because those Wake wide receivers. Yeah, those legit. Wake wide receivers were dogs. But uh, yeah, and also like how much of it was system, yada yada yada. Obviously, the better runner, in my opinion, is Riley. Oh, I know Sam clear. had to run at Wake Forest, but we're not really seeing the running ability that much here at Notre Dame. But, yeah, I mean, it's a good conversation to be had. But okay. in I'm, this game, though, I do lean Notre Dame. No offense. I got one more bet later on the podcast. We'll yeah. get to that one. All right. Um, all right, Connor. Board's open. How many bets you got here? I don't know how much I'm comfortable giving out because there was not a lot of bets that I really loved. I got 10 that I'm feeling comfortable giving out. I also know there's probably some of them that you and I have the same bet. Okay. Um, I'll let you start it off. All right. I'll start off with Oregon minus 27 against Stanford. Uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't know oh, why. I haven't, seen, I haven't even seen that. Yeah, I must overlooked that. I love that. I don't know yeah. why this number is yep. that fucking yep. low. I'm gonna bet that right now. Um, I mean, that's self-explanatory. It's this number seems too too easy. I don't care that this game's at Stanford. What like how many kids are they gonna have coming to the game? Not fucking many. You want, also if you want to have a little bit of a sprinkle play on this, take the Stanford team total under sixteen and a half. This Oregon defense is legit. Ashton Daniels is playing. I don't care. They I, held Colorado to seven. That is, that, Six, that's I mean. Good, that's a really good counter. That's so, an amazing counter. So, yeah, I, I love Oregon minus 27. I think they cover this comfortably. Okay. Um, where do I want to go with here? So I already used that. I already used that one because that was in the big games. Um... All right, screw it. I'm going to take Washington minus 19.5 at Arizona. Number jumped a little bit. It was 18.5. Jane Delora is out. Yeah, so, I didn't I didn't bet it just because like I have been an Arizona guy. But at yeah. the same time, like you can't spell Washington without yeah. the wagon. It's official that Jane Delora is not playing in this game. I don't know a ton about the backup, to be honest with you. He did fairly good to lead the comeback against Stanford. I, I, that, I should, that should show. That should I say know, everything. Yes, I know. the comeback against Stanford. I mean, Washington's been basically a covering machine. They've been firing at all cylinders. I feel like this offense is still going to put up fifty. They could put it go into the fifties in this game. Mm-hmm. Now they've struggled a little bit in the desert in the past, but this offense has got three legit NFL wide receivers, and Michael Penix is the front runner for the Heisman. Now, can they just as long as they can get the stops and the backup doesn't come in and sling and fuck some shit up here or they take the foot off the gas a little bit but it's only three touchdowns so i'll take that all right next one for me i got this number at 25 and a half and since it has gone up a point and a half do not care i will take it even at the 27 lay it with penn state against northwestern i did i mean i don't care that northwestern just got their first win it was Minnesota, and Minnesota might be a lot worse than what we thought. They should have lost to Nebraska. But, yeah, I just, I think Penn State comes in, destroys Northwestern, and honestly, another bet that you, if you want to have in this, 
if you had to put a number, Cody, on Northwestern's team total, what do you think it would be? Oh, against Penn State. This game is at Northwestern. Northwestern yes. Because they're really, really, really good at home field advantage in Northwestern. Yes. Um, probably seven and a half. It's at eight and a half. Okay. If you want to have another play, take the under. Yeah, I would take the under. Yeah, I think that if Penn State's able to blank Iowa, they're going to easily blank Northwestern. Is Northwestern's offense better than Iowa, though? (sighs) Maybe. It, like, unfortunately could be, but I I still kind of like that, too. Um, Where do we want to go here? Oh, you would never hear this come out of my mouth again. Oh, God. I'm laying the points with Arkansas State at UMass. Oh, you disgusting. The team that we've been fading for how long? And they've been... Like, Arkansas State was the joke of... Like, they were the butt of all of our jokes for a minute. And, yeah, I'm going to flip on that one. Arkansas State looked, like, halfway competent when they switched to uh, Rager as quarterback. He threw for, like, four touchdowns. He ran for over 100 yards. He threw for 250 yards. And the offense actually is, like, like not bad anymore. And... UMass since what's his name? I always forget his name. Puma Chow. Puma Chow. I know I know his name. I can't pronounce it. Mm-hmm. it. Has been out like they've been a completely different team. So I think Arkansas State goes on the road here, and Butch Jones keeps himself like cools his hot seat off just a little bit more. All right, I'm gonna save that one because I'm pretty sure you're about to give that out in a little bit. Um, all right, time for me to be the bigger man. Like I talked to you before we start hitting record on this. I am growing as a person. This isn't the one that I talked about you before, but I am taking the Michigan team total over 27 and a half against Northwestern or uh, Nebraska. Wait, what? What's about Michigan team total? It's 27 and a half? Yes. Where are you finding these gems at, Connor? DraftKings. I have overlooked these. Yeah, I really dug it because I almost can. Michigan's no way. That's the number. Michigan's been an under team this season, but at the same time, that team total just seems like it is way too fucking low. There is no way that's the number. Let me look here. Oh wait. Oh my God. Yep. Lock. Yep, just bet it. <laughs> took the 27 and a half team solo over. That's a lock there. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. I think, I, hell, you might even get with the way Nebraska's been. What I really wish is Jeff Sims was playing in this game. But I still think you could even get a defensive touchdown to help you get that team total over. Yeah, and Michigan's a team right now. There, There's two teams, Georgia and Michigan, that are still 0-4. Against the spread. That are also are 4 Yeah. So... I don't want to touch Michigan spreads because it just seems like they're kind of playing with their food a little bit. I think especially you, after we were just on Rutgers. Yeah, I think they're getting into Big Ten play, and it's a big name. Even though I think Rutgers is better in Nebraska, but mm-hmm. it's a big name. Yeah, so I think but, they'll come out and play. Yeah, and plus, I know things didn't look that well against Rutgers offensively in Harbaugh's first game back. I think they're going to want to try to send a message in this game. So. Yeah, that, dude, that that seems way too freaking low. I know. Um, there's a lot of games. I have a lot of leans that I really like too. But I just don't know. You're if missing I a Mac out. one that you haven't given out that I also have. Got to be Toledo at Northern, Northern yes. Illinois. Yeah, lay the points with Toledo. It's minus thirteen right now. Um, hold on one second. Let me make sure it's still at minus thirteen because I blocked that in. 
that it was weird for a second there like when you had told me about it uh there was a minute that i bet it looked on another site and it was as low as 12 and a half and i was like fuck is there something that we don't know well, but as long as it's not over four, it's not 14 and a half i don't really care yeah but dude my metrics have this game at 22 mm. at home i know rocky lombardi's been in college for freaking 40 years and Norman they also I, they also lost to even though they did beat BC, they lost to Southern Illinois. Yeah, Southern which, Illinois, good FCS, yeah, good FCS, but still from the FBS to an FCS level, you should be able to beat them. But also, not even that. Like Toledo might is one of the seven, probably seven best G five teams this year. Yeah, I and mean they're been, they're up there. Like the MAC is. The, the top of the MAC is very fucking good. You have Toledo. Uh, Ohio. Ohio. Who should Mi- be undefeated. Miami of Ohio, who is very fucking good. Like, the MAC has some very top-heavy, or might be a little bit top-heavy, but the top of the MAC is very fucking good. Is it, Okay, so is it just me, or do I... I feel like this is, like, the most strong I've ever felt about G5 schools. Like, because the Sun Belt has, like, six teams I think are good. Yeah. I, I honestly, it, it's a little bit of how this season has been, even when you look at the Power 5 level. The, the We talked, well, we didn't really talk about it, but one of the things that we always was hoping, or were hoping that the transfer portal would do was spread out the talent and you're starting to see it in certain areas like a lot of the top teams aren't as good as they used to be and a lot of the lower teams are starting to come up yeah like i'm gonna rattle off some sunbelt teams right here and you tell me if they can win the sunbelt georgia state yes forno jamu yes can't technically win the conference though sorry i thought they could they go to a bowl game oh. they can't win the they can't go to the conference title game Fine. uh georgia southern yes app state Yes. Coastal. I would say no. Um, if they learn, if Beck can learn how to truly unlock McCall somehow, some fucking way, because Chadwell was able to do it for so long, I wouldn't count them fully out. Texas State. Absolutely. South Alabama. Oh, I mean, of course. And then Troy would be the oh, only other one. Dude, the fuck the Sun Belt is gonna be fun. That is super. And then, no, it's Conference USA that's playing the. Yeah, they're starting up the. Yeah. I I looked and next week we have Wednesday night games. I know. I know. I already I'm looked so at that. Excited. It's so cool. I'm so excited. But yeah, I and then like and then also like the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. There's four to me four really really good. teams. And they might have the best one. Yeah. Yeah, I would say they definitely do. Mm-hmm. Like I know people will say Tulane, but for, I think Fresno is the best G five right now. Yeah. Um, who is up next? Yeah. It's me. Yeah, because no, I just well, gave out Toledo. Oh yeah. I, well, I kind of forced your hand. All right. Uh, take another team total. Uh, taking the USC over forty eight and a half. I mean, they're playing Colorado. Love Colorado to death, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to get that many stops against this USC uh, offense. This USC offense is, by all accounts, better than what Oregon's is. Oh, yeah. So, 
I think is going to be harder for them to get stops. Plus the other thing that I think will benefit this play, whereas we didn't get it with Oregon, I think there's a better chance that Colorado has put up enough points that Caleb won't be out of this game late, like super late. I think he's going to be in. And honestly, I think Lincoln Riley kind of knows that this is the one opportunity to really have a huge statistical game for Caleb and for hopes of the Heisman. And on the flip side, like, Dion's not going to take Shadur out. He's really trying to help Shadur get stats, so he's never going to be out of the game. So I still think that Colorado's offense is going to be able to put enough points that we're going to be able to get this USC team total. I do have a play on the over, but I like this USC play better. Um, Obviously, it's a big game that everybody kind of talks about. If you had a lean on a spread there, would you lean more Colorado? Uh, yeah, twenty two and a half. Yeah, because I just like. I think I would too, but I just don't want any part of it at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Oregon was able to expose uh, you, uh, Colorado in the trenches. I really don't know if. USC is going to be able to expose that as much. Now, offensively, they their wide receivers far exceed what Oregon's wide receivers are, and they're just going to spread Colorado out so much that like the matchup on the offensive side, yes, heavily favors USC more than it did against Oregon, but it's just that USC defense. Like I really think that Colorado is going to be able to put, I don't think like a significant amount, but I think Colorado is going to be able to put up points against this defense. We've seen just about every team that USC's played, except for Stanford. Sorry, buddy, put up points against USC's. That's not my fucking fault, though. I just <laughs> that was... fucking Ash and Daniel was a late scratch. That's that's no, he got injured during the game. Oh, that was yeah, that was also Jr.'s. Uh, bachelor party night and I was uh, a little too many cocktails in me by the time that game started alright we're gonna jump over here I, this one I think we might have the same one on but I wanna hammer this one here Miami Ohio at Kent State mm-hmm. I'm laying the points with, Kent, with Miami it's minus 15 and a half Kent probably still looks like the worst FBS team in the country it's between them and Nevada would be I don't know because Nevada didn't look too bad against Kansas there, but I mean Nevada's Ken- starting to get some sort of life. Yeah, Kent's the worst FBS school, and you know what? Miami's actually not looked that bad. They just came off a win against Cincinnati. Um, I can't remember who they beat last week. Delaware State. Yeah, they hung a giant number. I know Delaware State's terrible mm-hmm. FCS, but still, this offense is really good, and I think they put beat the shit out of Kent here. We'll stay in this game. I have the play on Miami, Ohio team total over 31 and a half. Which I also like because I think they're going to hang at least like 38 on there. Yeah, I think all you need is five touchdowns from Miami. They're going to get that with ease against Kent State. So I think there's some real value in this number. Um, well, that I just gave out. Do you want to go or want um, me to go? Yeah, go ahead because you have some more plays than me. All right, I'll knock a quick one out. Uh, Texas State team total over 34 and a half. 
Uh, I think this is this Texas State team is able to put up a shitload of points at sort of will. This this offense is just amazing. TJ Finley is looking like he's really found his place. Yeah, I think this team total is easy hit. First off, you can get Miami at 14 and a half now. So definitely take the better number at 14 and a half. Yes. Um saying the game I'm laying the points Texas State. Texas yeah. State has looked incredible. I know I just bet on Arkansas State and said they switched their backup and he slung the ball over the field and he ran the ball. But still, did you let Arkansas State score 49 points on you? They couldn't move the ball against anybody. This team was like ready to quit. Yeah. And they hung 49 points on you. Yeah. uh, It sucks. I got Texas State at seven. Oh, so did I. But it's at five and a half. It's at five and a half. Yeah, So I'm going to give it out to the people. Yeah. Take the number at five and a half. Texas State won in this football game. I'm going to give one more real quick. I just, it's on my brain here because it's staying in the Sun Belt. I'm laying the points of Georgia Southern minus six and a half, hosting Coastal Carolina. Tim Beck's a stooge. Coastal Carolina. Somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter had them in their top 25 G5 schools. Like, they're not. Like, Mm-mm. Coastal's not good. Like, Tim Beck's. I don't the fact he even got that job is kind of wild too because his offenses were always limited when he was at NC State. Yeah. Besides the one year of Devin Leary. But yep. Georgia Southern, as long as Davis Brin takes care of the ball, they could be the best team in the Sun Belt. They're for five hundred yards last week against nearly five hundred yards against Ball State, like four touchdowns. This is also a team that one thousand percent outplayed Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. at Wisconsin. They 1,000% yep. should have won that game, but he threw some dumb picks. Mm-hmm. So as long as Brent takes care of the ball, I have no problem laying a touchdown here. All right. Uh, next play for me. I'm going to take an- another team that I think is one of the top G5 teams. I'm laying the points with Marshall 14 against... What are they playing? Oh, yeah, ODU. Which ODU o- is 1-0 in the Sun Belt standings right now. Tied in first. Exactly, but they almost lost to a Division Two team. FCS school. FCS that was just, basically just Division Two. Like exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is easy. Marshall has been one of the better G five teams this season, easily in probably in the top five of those G five teams. Like this Marshall team is very fucking good. I think they're right there. They're right there. They. I mean, I. I and I guess I, th- I think there's but also like we need to see more because we just saw them destroy Virginia Tech but yeah but also how good is Virginia Tech exactly it's terrible it's back there. how yeah. many you got left uh, I have two plays my prop yep. and then sprinkles alright I'm laying the points of Fresno it's 24 and a half right now I'm it's re- on my board I really want to get that 24 I can't get it though they're Playing against Nevada, though. Fresno is clear-cut the best team in the Mountain West or the best group of five school. Mikey Keene has found new life at Fresno, and he is balling out of control. This Fresno State team is really freaking good. This should be a bloodbath. I'm thinking like a 49-14 to 14 kind of football game here. I, I'm, I'm on it with you. Uh, next play for me, I will so this be... This What? Is this it for you then? No, I have this play and then one more. Oh, I thought I said it was on your board. That Fresno bet. No, Fresno is on my board. I oh, just okay. knew. I kind of knew you weren't. You were gonna give it out. Okay. So I wanted to find yeah. something. I got more. one more. So. All right. Well, I'm at two. All right. Uh, first one. I am taking the Mizzou Vandy over fifty four and a half. I know that Burden 
may be questionable. I know Cook's dealing with some stuff. I don't care. This Vandy team, if you don't know, is 5-0 and to the over this season. Their defense can't stop shit. A little bit worried that I don't know Swan is playing in this game, but I just think that there is, either way, Mizzou might put up all the points. Somehow we're getting this over. Uh, where do we want to go here? Last one here. It's a lot of G5 schools, like kind of like what me and Connor said here, but we're going to go to one last one here. I'm going to lay the points with our Akron at home against Buffalo here. Number is, I got the number three. two and a half. It's three now. Okay, I'm yeah, still fine with so. that too. Um, Akron is, like Joe Moorhead has done a fantastic job bringing in yes. all these like P5 guys to basically come in and, you know, they find new life there after they didn't succeed at the big school. Should have beat Indiana. Yes, lost by two in quadruple <laughs> overtime, I believe, against yes. Indiana. And dude, not even that. It's not even just because I I think Akron has turned the corner. Buffalo stinks. Yeah, not good. They are one of the they are one of the five six worst teams in the FBS. They're really missing Lance Lightbolt. Yes, and I know it's been a long time since Akron's been favored over Buffalo, but they have they should have no problem covering this. I think they can win by they win by double digits easily. All right, uh, my last play, possibly my favorite play. Trying to be a bigger man and take a very easy number, in my opinion. Lay it, lay the six and a half with the Clemson Tigers against Syracuse. Yes, normally I root for Clemson's demise, but you know what I'm rooting for here, and I kind of think will end up happening. They're going to get off the mat, and they're just going to destroy whatever team is in their way. That just happens to be Syracuse, who offensively I do not think is very good. Mm. And defensively, yeah, they've looked pretty good, but I think this team is going to come out with an extra edge. I think Dabo's lit a fire underneath this team. As gross as that is for me to say, considering all the things I have said about the man, but I think that Clemson just utterly destroys Syracuse. If I am wrong, I'm going to be so happy, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you would, you would, in your case, you would, like, if it's, if, Clemson wins by three. You're gonna be so bad. You're gonna yeah, because yeah, they get the win. But also, I get to come on here and say how bad of a team you are because yes. you barely beat Syracuse. But yeah, all right. Let's go to your player prop. All right. So wanting to do something a little bit different. You honestly kind of started it last week with your Jalen Milrow over rushing yards. Did not hit. Yeah, some bad sacks that yeah. kind of fucked that. But they're well, no, it wasn't even the sack. It was the. Uh, uh, High snap that he ended up having to go back and just fall on. Yeah. That that really killed it. Uh, But for me, I am taking Zach Branch anytime touchdown at a plus 150 on DraftKings. Obviously, I think there are going to be a lot of points to be had in this USC-Colorado game. Might as well bet on the fastest player and somebody that won't just have an opportunity on offense – but in special teams, he will be receiving punts and kickoffs, and I think there's a very good chance that he scores a touchdown. All right, my player prop here, I'm taking Jalen Daniels over one and a half touchdown passes, plus 152. Oh, love that. The best D, This is going to be the by far the best quarterback that Texas has faced all season long. Again, if I'm if 
I'm expecting Kansas to cover the 17. I have I have Jalen Daniels has to throw for two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like if they have if I think that's if I'm so confident in that this has to hit as well. So I'll take that over there. Um, we got money. Uh, go give me your live dogs here. I'm struggling right now. I Very know. Hard. I'll just uh, rip through them. Uh, I know it's going to be a tough game. JMU is a very good team, but I like uh, South Alabama at the plus 130, kind of getting off the mat after the loss. I took – so I have written down right here, it's the top thing here, hmm. South Alabama plus three and a half, but I just – I didn't – I wasn't confident enough to rip it. I mean, I get it. Uh, next one, I'm trying to – I can't even remember who the hell they're playing because I am at the – oh, that's right. Uh Taking USF plus 154 against Navy. I think this USF team is a very good team. I understand this is at Navy, but still, I think the USF offense looked pretty good against Rice. And I think I, I think that like I expect USF to put up points, and it's like, can Navy keep up? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the last one, uh, Boise State. Plus one forty five against Memphis. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is one they have. I'm not. I'm not. I, I can't give up on this team. Yeah. They're way too talented to be like as mediocre as they've been so far. I know. Um, for me, plays that I've already hit on. I'll take Duke plus one seventy six to be Notre Dame. Kansas plus five seventy five to be Texas. That's a little bit of a dreamer. Um, Colorado, Colorado. Now this one, Arkansas Colorado. plus two hundred to be Texas A&M. Those games are fucking crazy i know but also i'm on texas and at minus six i didn't, oh, I'm not I didn't touching a total i didn't i, I didn't. i'm not touch, i'm not i mean i'm not touching a spread this is something i'm throwing in some money line underdog parlay no i i get it like but also even without wagman i think there's a chance that texas a&m doesn't really have a drop off at quarterback because max johnson may be one of the better backups in college be, football he may be better He's going to be the thing about Wagman is he's able to use his legs a lot more than Johnson. But as far as the pocket passer, especially when you have those weapons like Texas A&M does at wide receiver. But I don't blame you because the thing that the reason I did not give this play out on this podcast is because this game gets bad shit crazy in Jerry World every fucking year. That's why you take the underdog, the line, <laughs> and fucking roll with it. And then lastly. This is Colorado. Gonna, this is no. This Damn. one's gonna go in probably the same thing with the Arkansas and Kansas, and just hope for some fucking chaos. South Carolina plus three sixty at Tennessee. I don't hate. I it. I don't think Tennessee's very good. I don't hate it. I almost wanted to take the over. In and that game. what is the worst thing that? What is the thing that really handicaps South Carolina's their offensive line? It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Tennessee doesn't have the pass rush that's really gonna screw over Rattler. Yeah, the defense. Uh, I. Like I said, I kind of wanted to take that over, but yeah. I just, I don't know. And Rattler's having a season that's been like so Statistically forgotten. good. Yes. But he's also, the dude's running for his freaking life. No, I agree. I agree. Like, I'm rooting for Rattler because of, like, the fact that he is literally, anytime the South Carolina game or team is in a game, it's because of him. But also, I just think that, Maybe the South Carolina team's a little bit overvalued, which is yeah. crazy because I love South Carolina. Yeah, well, again, but also well, some you talk, but about. also I might have a play on that. Like I might be sprinkling it with you. Yeah, I've, it's it's something I'd like. I'm not gonna 
not high units, but like throw I don't, Colorado in there. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wonder like how crazy this this would be real quick. Let me calculate this motherfucker up real quick. If I wanted to do, uh, we can't do Kansas in there, can we? Yeah, we could do Kansas. Let's do Kansas in there. So Kansas get crazy. It's plus five seventy five. Okay. Then we're gonna put Arkansas in there. Uh huh. And then South Carolina. Connor, how much you want to bet on this game? Ten dollars pays you out. Fucking uh, nine hundred fifty dollars. Not bad. It's not terrible. It's not gonna happen, but you can always dream a little bit, right? Colorado. If I didn't delete it out there, I'd put Colorado <laughs> there too. That would probably take it to at least a couple thousand. I'm just trying to cover all bases in in the event that it does happen, because I mean, that it's not it's not it's gonna be a sprinkle of a sprinkle on Colorado money line. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I would be. I know the spread's lower, but I would be more shocked if Colorado would have beaten Oregon than I would have been if they beat USC. Yes. 100% because yes. of the defensive things yes. in the trenches. Yes. But um, good luck to everybody this weekend. I need to get out of here and get some goddamn sleep. So do I, so I don't get sick. Yeah. Peace!